0: Bob Bernie, Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, I, I said a little earlier that uh, we're not going to talk anymore Biden. And not really Biden, but some of his picks for um, office that uh, he is... Uh, proposing and other people in the government. And we also talked about COVID earlier and I didn't plan on going back to COVID, but this half, last half hour is kind of a potpourri. There are several stories that I just wanted to make sure I got to before the end of the program today. And this is one of them to go back to the the COVID thing. Uh, I have contended from the beginning that the masks are worthless. Now, let me clarify. Masks are not worthless. Otherwise, they wouldn't wear them in operating rooms. Okay? Uh, Masks can and are effective in some situations if they are used correctly. Now... Number one, the kind of mask that is most effective is an expensive surgical mask that is fitted tightly around the mouth and the nose. Tightly around the mouth and the nose. And they're surgical masks, okay? How many of you have seen people recently wearing surgical masks, Tightly fitted around the nose and the mouth. Uh, do I see any hands out there? Uh, no, I don't, I don't see any hands. I'm looking, I don't see any. Once you leave those kind of masks properly fitted to the face, the efficiency begins to decline, and it declines rapidly. Number one, most people do not wear them properly. I was in a doctor's office this week. Masks are required in the doctor's office. I saw at least two staff members, and um, at least two staff members, they had their mask down, and their nose was completely exposed. Uh, that doesn't do any good. And I see that all the time. I see people with their nose exposed. I see people with it just really loose. I see cloth masks. Um, okay, when <laughs> when Joy and I go to a place and a mask is required, grudgingly I will comply. This is not a constitutional issue. It, I mean, it really isn't. Private businesses, doctor's offices, they hey, if they want to require a mask, they have every right to do so. I think it's dumb. I don't think it helps, but they can if they want to. And, and if I don't want to abide by it, I can go someplace else. All right. <laughs> Joy and I have some old masks in the console of our car. Who knows how long they've been there? And in the rare occasion, because most places we go do not require masks, we drag those out of the console, stick them on our face, and now that I think about it, who knows <laughs> what's on those masks? But anyway, I, I don't. I don't think the masks do any good. And I've got a study, and it's way down in my stack, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take time to find it. But a major study on the effectiveness of masks and so forth, and the uh, the effectiveness of different kinds of masks, the bandana mask that so many people wear, in this study, it did more harm than good. In fact, it increased the transmission of COVID because it's just cloth. It's not surgical, it's not intended to be a mask, it's not intended to be uh, medical, it's just cloth, it's a bandana. And according to this study, now whether this study study is correct or not, I don't know, but what they said was a just cloth bandana, because the cloth is not very dense, when you breathe or if you would sneeze or if you would cough the droplets coming out of your mouth would not be stopped they would be dispersed because it's going through the cloth and it would actually make the transmission of covid more dangerous and on the receiving end they don't do anything to stop the droplets of covid and so forth. so they're worthless they're either, they're either worthless or they do more harm than good. And yet, any place that a mask is required, any facial covering is acceptable, including the bandana thing. It's ridiculous. I mean, it is. And then we have this. The director of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky. I don't want to be dismissive and I don't want to be Disrespectful. But where in the world did they get this woman? She has made such incredible blunders. How in the world? Well, anyway, here's what she said yesterday. And I'm quoting. Uh, This is in a video that was posted on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention site. And she said this quote. The evidence is clear. Masks can help prevent the spread of COVID 19 by reducing your chance of infection by more than 80%. All right, now, number one, she does not clarify what kind of mask. And everybody, a 10 year old, knows that not all masks are equal. She just says masks. She doesn't clarify in any way, shape, or form what kind of mask or how it's worn or whatever. She just makes a blanket statement. mask can help prevent the spread of COVID-19 by reducing your chance of infection by more than 80%. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. When the vaccines first came out, we were told, yeah, probably ninety percent effective, and then it was well, you know, probably eighty five, and then it was well, you know, they're probably eighty percent, and now the latest is well, they're they're probably the vaccines are probably about seventy percent effective. So what she is saying is, this is the this is the director of the CDC says, masks are more effective than the vaccine really? Masks are more effective than the vaccine? Then why have vaccine mandates? But she was not finished. And here's where it's going to head, folks. Here's where it's going to head. Uh, Let me begin the quote again. Masks can help prevent the spread of COVID-19 by reducing your chance of infection by more than 80%. Whether it's an infection from the flu, from the coronavirus or even just the common cold. In other words, let's all wear masks all the time. Whether it's for COVID or maybe it's the flu or maybe just the common cold. So let's all wear masks all the time, everywhere. I have, I have said this before it has gotten to the place where it's it's not about health it's about control and that's sad because it should be about health so the uh, director of the cdc has said publicly that masks are more effective against covid-19 than vaccines Can you say mixed messages? This is the state of our entire federal government right now. And it's not good. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I actually meant to mention this much earlier in the program, and uh, I forgot. Maybe I can remember to mention it uh, tomorrow as well. State of Ohio lost a good man a couple of days ago, Pastor Don Matoliak. Pastor Don Matoliak was a uh, pastor of an Assembly of God church up in Mount Vernon. Joy and I first got acquainted with him up there. Uh, we were involved in some prayer events. He was very involved in the John Freshwater uh, scandal. It wasn't a scandal on John Freshwater's part. He was the uh, school teacher up in Mount Vernon that was fired because he had a Bible on his desk. Some of you may remember that. It was an unbelievable injustice done against a good man that was founded on absolute lies. It was. It was founded on absolute lies. Well, Bob, how do you know that? Because my oldest grandson was in the classroom when these supposed events occurred. And uh, that grandson, I was with him just a few days ago, and we talked about the freshwater thing. And he said, Grandpa, I was there. Well, anyway, uh, met Don Matoliak during that whole thing, because we covered that very heavily, and uh, had some prayer events. And then he began working for the Billy Graham Association, became their Midwest Church Relations Director for several years, did a wonderful job there and uh, then left the Billy Graham organization and took a church in Lancaster, I believe, and hadn't talked to Don for quite some time. His last name is Matoliak, and uh, my my wife lovingly called him Pastor Smith because neither one of us were quite sure how to pronounce Matoliak, so we kidded him about that and called him Pastor Smith. Well, he passed away a couple of days ago. Uh, I don't know the details. I don't know whether it was COVID. I I don't know. But uh, our deepest sympathy and condolences to his family uh, up in Mount Vernon, the uh, church family in Lancaster, a good man, a good man, Pastor Don Matoliak. And uh, heaven just keeps getting sweeter and uh, sweeter. Uh All right, I had Jeff uh, capture some audio, and I don't want to end the day without you hearing this. Uh, President Joe Biden has nominated an out-and-out Marxist to a a key Treasury Department role. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce her first name, so I'm not even going to try. It's S-A-U-L-E. Her last name is Amarova. And uh, she is facing confirmation in the United States Senate. She's been nominated by President Biden for a, cre- a key Treasury Department role. Well, someone uncovered some audio uh, from an interview that she gave not long ago about her feelings about coal, oil, and gas. Here's a woman that could serve in our Treasury Department. Listen to this audio. For certain uh, troubled industries and firms that are in transitioning, and here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt in, in, in short order. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change, right? Uh, Let that sink in. Talking about the coal, oil, and gas industry, which employs hundreds of thousands of people. She said, and I quote, you just heard it, a lot of the smaller players in that industry are going to go probably bankrupt in short order. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change. Uh, will people be put out of work? Yes. People lose jobs? Yes. Will families suffer? Yes. Will the energy prices rise? Yes. But you see, the liberal left has made climate change their religion. This is not just a political belief any longer. This is their religion. And and, and I'm being absolutely serious. This is their religion. They have a god and the God is Mother Earth. They are literally Earth worshippers. And because they are Earth worshippers, anything that might harm Mother Earth, we have to destroy. And if it hurts people, it's okay, because we are serving our God. It is like offering sacrifices to their pagan God. Like the ancient Aztecs, Would offer human sacrifices to their God. That's what the liberals are doing. Now, how do we respond to this whole thing from a Christian standpoint and a biblical standpoint? If we believe in creation and not evolution, then we believe that God created this planet and everything on it for a purpose. What is that purpose? To serve mankind. The earth is here for our purpose, not the other way around. Check it out. First three chapters of the book of Genesis. This earth is for our use. We're to use it wisely. We're not to abuse it or misuse it. But everything on this earth has been placed there for our use, including coal, Oil? Why do... if, If we believe that God created, then we have to believe that everything has a purpose. And everything in nature is for the enjoyment and the use of God's ultimate in creation, man. That is a biblical worldview. Again, abuse it, of course not. We are stewards. But it's for our use and not the other way around. Hey, thank you for joining me. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen, Think. think, discern. Discern.